There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Gallant Few, the Rangers podcast. It's by Rangers fans for Rangers fans. And here are some of them tonight. We've uh, spared no expense in gathering this cast. First of all, we've got Mr. David Tomlinson, all the way from Deutschland on the on the border. How are you, Dave? Yeah, great, thanks. Just uh, keeping my fingers crossed that the women keep winning 1-0 to the end of the game. Oh, oh, I can't see it here at the moment. I think you can. So if you can keep us uh, a wee bit up to date, what's going on, Dave? Let us know. And uh, welcome. Thanks, everybody. And uh, our youth department is uh, Andrew. Andrew, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Um, I heard we get rid of our academy director, so I think I could fill in in that youth department just as much as our own. Um, just looking forward to getting back on um, and, and talking to the rest of the guys tonight. And Curry, how are we? How's things going? Are you? Uh, have you taken any pins out your Michael Beale doll? Uh, Unfortunately, no, but I'm actually quite upset when you said the young team and you mentioned Andy there. I was like, what? Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> That's no fear. You know, so, I, could, I could have played in that Youth Cup final yesterday, but uh, I just didn't want to uh, get sent off like young lovelies. I think you would have fitted in quite well. You wouldn't have done any worse than those. Anyway, guys, we've got a few things to get through tonight. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to start with one which uh, myself and Dave have spoke about the last couple of mornings in the, in the daily update. But I just want to hear, you know, your, your views and, and, and things in general about, you know, that we've seen some changes of late in the board. You know, clearly clear, we've got a new chairman. We've now got a new chief executive officer where we had a managing director before. <clears throat> we've now seen uh, the head of the academy leave and uh, the, the, the manager of football affairs or administration and Andrew Dixon. So, I mean, it just, it just keep, you know, wait two days and there's another one drops off. So I'm just going to go around and just get your views on this. David, I think we uh, pretty much know your views, but just a recap for the, for the audience, you know, in terms of all these boardroom changes. And we're, we're just going to do a wee bit of kind of tea leaf reading here, you know, staring at the crystal ball. Where are we headed with all of this? Is there anything significant in, is there any more to come, do you think? Well, it certainly looks like uh, Bennett's clearing the, clearing the road for something, whether it's just his own, that he doesn't think that people have been doing a good job or not. Um, or, I mean, the Academy, that, that was a, a step for me that it should have happened. I don't, I don't know whether... Uh, Mulholland chucked it or or whether he, he, he was sort of a jumping before he, he was pushed. But um, no, it's, it's, uh, I, I think there's something afoot. I do. There's rumours everywhere, but interest in investors. 
was listening to, to David Edgar a few days ago and he said, uh, he said, yeah, it will be difficult for investors to come in uh, to take over the, the, the whole uh, the whole place because, listen, we've not got one shareholder with a majority of shares. We've got all shareholders have got 13%, 5%, so they would need to get in touch with everybody to buy these shares of the of the uh, of of the shareholders, and that that would make it quite difficult to to get it because it might be people not wanting to to buy, buy their shares. So I don't know. I I think is yeah, something had to happen. I mean, I don't think Bennett was going to come in and, and not not do anything. I think that would have been a, a stupid road for him, and something had to happen. But that it was so robust, I, I just uh, I never expected that. Yeah. Yes. I mean, Curry, we're going to, uh, this isn't rumour mongering, we're going to be speculating here rather than rumour mongering, which sounds almost illegal. But in terms of the, the boardroom changes, do you think there's anything significant in all of this? Are we, uh, are we heading for new owners? Well, I'm going to stick to my guns, what I said on Twitter. Uh, obviously, this has got nothing to do with Gallant for you, anybody. This is my thoughts, right? So, I suppose nobody else gets any flack for this. He had to be a, a source that has came up Trump's for over the last five or six major decisions that have been made at Ibrox. They're saying that the, there's either a takeover or a major investor coming in. Uh, I know what Davey's saying about the, the share issue, but all you need to do is if you get King's share, you're going to take a substantial amount and you're going to have, if you get another one or two medium-sized uh, shareholders, that's all you need to get the say on what's going to happen at Ibrox. Because I'm not too sure, maybe one of you guys will know better than me, who is the biggest shareholder and how much do they have? Is it 32%, I think, something like that? No, 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 need it. Can, can, Maybe, maybe the, the maybe the the what you call it the the chat will be able to tell me more. They'll probably know more yeah. than I do. But for for me, I think there's something going on. Uh, obviously, I I didn't know anything about anybody getting shifted, and there was a couple of names that get shipped out that I didn't that weren't said. But we we knew about Robertson. Uh, we get told that that ahead of time. Uh, we get told about Bennett. We get told about Parks. We get told about Goldson's injury. We get told about the time Raza had not been injured at all. And the things in Twitter have been a lot about Bill. So same guys come up with the, the information. So I need to say I, I'm going to believe him because he's not let me done yet or let us doing it yet. So from my point of view, something's going on. What it is, we don't know. No had any names. We don't know. It's supposedly America, but we don't know yet. We don't know if it's going to be America or not. Is everybody yeah. saying maybe Trump? Maybe Trump, I not. <laughs> but, be, but Trump would be fantastic. The meltdown yeah. alone that it would cause in Scotland would be worth the banter. It would be absolutely it. brilliant. Make Rangers great again. Fantastic. Wow. It'd be, it'd be, I swear to God, that there, there would be wholesale meltdowns across Scotland. And well, I'm, I'm sure we can baseball caps. Can obviously, I'm, obviously, I've seen that in jest. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Uh, Trump has said before that he, that he, he, he had an interest at one time in taking uh, this moving into Rangers. I heard that the other day, Davey. I didn't even know about that. Uh, part of it was it 2012 or something like that that he yeah. tried, and he, he never. Know, he, I don't know. Definitely said it that he, that he had thought a taking over Rangers at one time. But it would, as I said, it would, for the banter alone, it would be boring. That, that's for me. Obviously, it's no serious, but it, oh, it would be funny. Uh, the other thing oh. I was thinking about, now trying to join the dots in that, was that King said he was offered 40 pence per share when they're only, what, 25 pence or something like that now? Uh, and, he and he refused. But he never gave a name who it was. Could it be that the person that's asked King has went to Bennett or said to Parks, right. Parks has refused, 
the ones that are that have stayed and got the promotions in the club, I've said right, maybe time is for you to move on because we want to do something with this club because Parks is not prepared to put any more money in than he already has because he's, as far as I know, he's got all his loans paid back. So, but as I said, it's pure speculation. But I'm going to believe the guy. I'm going to believe the guy that told me this. So. On my head, be it. If I look like a tit, I already look like a tit, so it doesn't really matter. So, and on that right, sword, I will die. Well, Curry, if, if I wasn't scared before, now that you've mentioned Trump, I'm absolutely terrified. <laughs> you've got me in fear. But Andrew, I mean, you'll, you'll only have known, you know, probably the, the, our current regime. Do you, uh, do you, the Spivs and uh, David Murray, is that part of your consciousness or are you uh, new to all this? Well, most most of the kind of financial meltdown was just as I was kind of reaching maybe ten years old or something, not really having a real good grasp on it at the time. Uh, I, I kind of I, I've had a look back at, um, towards that kind of time and trying to learn a wee bit more of the financial ins and outs of football. Um, just as long as the person who's the investor isn't a a Glaswegian born Rangers supporting man who lives in Monaco, um, who says he's got a lot of money by the name of Craig White. Uh, uh, as long as it's not that bastard, then well, hopefully it'll be a wee bit more secure. Um, I, one thing I have to say is, it's it's refreshing that Rangers have actually acted for once instead of just saying, "Yeah, we're going to do, we're going to, we'll fix this or we'll change this," and then we don't see that change. Oh, uh, we get lots, we'll have lots of money to spend, and then we buy free transfers. It's good. It's, I'm actually happy to see us actually being proactive and if we have an idea of where we want to go we're actually doing part of doing our, our job and then properly going to speak to people maybe asking the hard questions to people where it's time for them to move on and people are getting shifted and that's it looks like the rebuild is definitely in uh, full steam ahead so i can't see anything else than positives from it well, the one we concern him is, as Curry said, joining the dots because John Bennett meeting with the Rangers Supporters Trust, who are a major shareholder, the Rangers Supporters do hold a, a substantial tranche of shares, and uh, you know, having not spoke to them for three years, he's speaking to them now, and uh, we didn't, as, as, as Curry said, we didn't, not much come out of it. I mean, very vague. This, this, uh, are they get, getting a wee heads up here that uh, you know, as as shareholders. Of Rangers, there's uh, they're just being brought in in it. I mean, am I just uh, just my imagination just running right here? Because I I think there's uh, as, as David said, you know, there's something as a foot. It's it, it smells like it, it looks like it, it walks like it usually is it. So I don't know. It's uh, I just wonder where we're headed here. I just wanted us to kind of touch on that. I don't know if anyone's got any kind of strong opinions as to uh, whether this is good or bad because. Most of the boardroom shenanigans have kind of sensitised me to uh, being well, this is the, the shit has hit the fan when you know when we start talking about you know large movements of shares and and bringing someone in as a substantial shareholder in this club who's not a Rangers fan that would be a that would be a concern for me. I, mean, I think we've had our fingers burned with all of that. <clears throat> so anyway, I just wanted us to touch on it in, in terms of. Dave, you think Dave, sorry. Can I, yeah, yeah, I think the, the 40 pence thing, that came from the, the woman in America that that, uh, that tried to take over. It was, I think her name was Fox as well, wasn't it? That came that from it. her. No, no, that was not her. She never offered 40 pence to, to Kank or the, the club. It was the 40 pence. Okay, I thought it was. When I mean, you say that this morning, I heard you say that this morning, I, I checked up, no, that was not her. Uh, as what you guys were saying uh, earlier on this morning in the morning pod, and by the way, I hope everybody goes and watches that. Uh, if anybody that's got Prime will see that. The two Davies they're doing it the day, uh, that for the last few days, and they've been brilliant. But what you were saying today, I think it was you, Davy P, that as long as the investor's there, is there for Rangers, and, and they're not there to try and make money, because they're not going to make money, especially knowing the... the the, the short term, uh, that's what I'm scared of. I do, I do, do we need money? Aye, but I don't want just somebody coming in and throwing money in and then no caring about anything else. Uh, 
about the fans or the club. I want something yeah, that's right. got a, some t- sort of a heartfelt investment in the club. Yeah. That's the one thing yeah, I do want. It- as I said this morning, Curry, it was if, if they want to come forward and make an, emo, an emotional investment in Rangers, I'm certainly all for that. If they've come to, to take money out of Rangers, then I'm certainly not for that because uh, we we don't need those guys. This is, you know, someone who looks at Rangers and sees that as a vehicle for, for making money, then uh, I think the conversation, my conversation with them ends there. That's just uh, that, the way I feel about it. I know that's probably... Uh, not real-world thinking, but it's certainly my thinking. And not to turn Ibrox into a pitching pot. <laughs> yeah, that, along those lines, Dave. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Dave, uh, we had the youth team last night and uh, at Hamden and for a goal fest, which we uh, ended up on the wrong end of. But uh, is I'm not going to get into too many specifics here, but it's just the, the general question is, is is there any positives that we can take from last night? That uh, and you know for the first team, which is pretty much the the main event for me. But uh, what was any positives you could think of? Well, the positive was the centre forward and not Lovelace. Lovelace disappointed me a bit, although he did set up the second goal. Um, but the the boy Roberts, I think as you call him, uh, he. Uh, he was he was absolutely brilliant. I thought if anybody's going to step up, then I would I would say it was him. And but we've also got the, uh, another boy. Is it Yuri you call him, playing for the under nineteens? Um, he's but he's had a couple of games in the first team. So I mean he could move in. But the, the boy the boy Roberts, unfortunately, I think he might be injured because he get taken off with with a, an injury. Whether it's a serious one or not, I don't know. It, it didn't look it really, but uh, sometimes you never know. Rangers players seem to go off with a a soft injury, a sore finger, and then they're, they're out for about five months. <laughs> and uh, but uh, it was a positive. Now the result definitely not. So that was definitely a downer. I thought the defending was absolutely shocking. And I said, as I said this morning to you on the on the the, the daily pod. Um, inside the the same thing that gets Borna Barisic every time the ball inside him down the channel inside Borna Barisic. Between the centre half, the centre half and Barisic, every time we get caught out with that ball last night, and it seems to be a, a thing right through Rangers that we're getting caught out with that ball. I don't know why, uh, because it's, it's not that difficult to defend if a centre centre half can come over and help you. I mean, we've got a centre half now with a left foot and a centre half with a right foot. The idea would, would should be that the the centre half with the left foot also covers Borna Barisic, covers a ball into that channel. And I don't know, the defence is absolutely terrible. And that's the same problem that, that's stepping up everywhere. Uh, the other positive was the boy Rice. And I would definitely be thinking, he's been on the bench the last few days, I would definitely be thinking about bringing him in for the for the game at the weekend. Uh, he, he definitely is a very good player. And he showed it last night. Yeah, I think any game that ends 6-5, you know, the, the forward lines are on top. Of the defences in that game. Andrew, did yeah. you have a look at this last night and is there anything that you would, uh, anyone stand out to you? I mean, I, I, I checked the scorelines, kind of had updates on it. I didn't really watch it as much. Um, I've not been too impressed with the way our youth can be working recently. I think uh, we've lost a good few young, talented players recently. I don't think we we are able to give those youth players what they want and they're certainly going and taking their chances elsewhere. I mean, look at I look at the past. They look at the the last one. Uh, I can think of was when we beat them in the Youth Cup final at Hamden with your young Coombs, your Mabudis, and uh, and most of them have gone down south. Both the Mabudi brothers have left. Um, the younger Deere has gone to Man City's academy. Um, we've lost a good few young talented players. Um, to to just teams down south that are willing to offer more money, and obviously if when they're that age and they don't see a. a a sign of progression through our team, then they're always going to try and take their chance elsewhere, especially if you're going to the English kind of uh, uh, divisions because you're probably going to get paid more than you're going to get paid here, even on those youth contracts. Um, uh, I think it, with Mulholland leaving, I think hopefully that'll be the start of a kind of uh, kind of revival almost to the kind of youth systems. Um, apart from maybe Lowry and McCrory, who's, it was, it was obviously he's aged out of those kind of youth uh, age groups. He's just been sitting on the bench or been loaned out. 
that's, that's the issue with me. I think we're not showing these youth players that their hard work can be can be resulted in getting the chances in the first team. And I think until that um, that matter resolves itself, then we're going to lose young talented players to. And we've seen it in other teams in the league that have been developing or profiting off of our development. I look at, I know he kind of divides opinion, but Motherwell's starting keeper is an ex Rangers Academy player. I mean, Lewis Ferguson's ex Rangers Academy, he's in, Ita- and he's in Italy. You know, we've lost. It's a, it's a Rangers thing. We don't, we, we don't harness the best of our youth academies and they go elsewhere. Yeah, I think you make a good point there because uh, in Brian Mulholland, you know, uh, James Bisgrove in. You know, the statement following Brian Mulholland's departure, you know, was was listing names, you know, of, of successes, some of which, you know, are still in the academy. But they made the comment, which I thought was uh, a little surprising, was that, you know, we've recouped in the last five years, £15 million in, in player sales from the academy, which really boils down to Nathan Patterson, because uh, there's no one else. And... I, I, you're, I think you make a, a really good point and, and it should be a pathway to the first team and uh, there aren't too many in our first team at the moment who have come through that academy and there haven't been many in, in Mulholland's you know, reign you know, of, of, of the youth development that, that have made the first team. Nathan Patterson touched on it but then was shortly sold it shortly thereafter. But uh, for me, it's their youth development has kind of come up short in, in my own opinion, my own perhaps uh, inexperienced opinion, but uh, Curry, I mean, what do you think of this? Is this is our academy and the money that this takes to to that costs us? Is this worthwhile, or should we be uh, doing better or or doing something differently? It's just if you look across the the whole league and down in England as well, how often do you hear about? A, a player, a young player coming through for the side that they've been brought through the academy. It's very, very rare that you'll see what a player coming right through the ranks from boyhood to youth, the under-18s or whatever they we call, to the B team, to the, the first team. It's very, very rare. Any team, even down in England, is the exact same. So, that's what's going to happen. It's a, it's a sad thing because I, I would... I, there was, I'd love nothing more than to have seen Lowry this season, Divine this season. Any of the players that are on the fringes have come up for the youth team, I would have loved to have seen them get more time. But after what happened, Demi Van Brockers wasn't going to do it. And then the transition over to be Bill. Bill had a choice. He wanted to get the best players he could out. And the seasoned players that were here he had to play them because that was his best chance. He couldn't just throw the young players on. He couldn't do the exact same thing as he done, done to King. Everybody's more about King. The wee boy's only 18 year old. Yeah. But he, he was playing in that Champions League against sides like Liverpool. And we've seen what happened. And everybody, every, no, I'm not saying all the Rangers support with after he'd. But there was there was quite a few that were to me were slagging them off, and you're like, wait a minute, boy's been through on the deep end here. You need to give him a, a, you can't judge him just on a, 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 a about ten games he played with a trot. You can't you can't do that. I would certainly I, I want to see the likes of King Lowry, Divine play in the next five games, and McCrory in the next five games. Watch the game the other night there. It was a good game to watch if you, if you were. If you were them or you were, uh, you didn't support any of the teams. It's certainly that way. Davies right, the defence, <laughs> but it was basically well, the defence was terrible, and I don't know if it was because the cameras were there, but I think that Lovelace was trying to show off quite a wee bit, and he paid the price. And I, I, I don't know whether it was a penalty or no for the angle I seen. It looked like he dived. I, can't, I need to put my hand up. He looked like he dived. The first one, he got caught. He went over easy. The second one, where he got the first yellow, I think there was contact, but there wasn't enough to warrant a hang, and he went far, down far, far too easy. And that's how he got it. But as I said, the, when he got the second yellow, I, there's no way that I could turn around and say that was a dive or it wasn't a dive. 
the referee was closer, so it goes ham. But there was nobody, nobody really in the team that I would turn around and say they deserve to be in the, the starting eleven next season. What I would be doing though is I would be getting some of the boys in for the next five games because it doesn't matter. I don't know what the people in the chat think, but the next five games, I don't care if we be beat five six nothing in the next five games because the league's over with, the cups are gone. They're, all they're doing now is playing to see who's good enough to play for next season. Every player, any player that we're moving on, any player that is planning to leave should be left out of the squad. There should be nobody in the squad that is not going to be here for next season, 100%. Uh, this is going to... No, a lot of people don't like that. There was one guy that impressed me, and unfortunately plays for them, was, uh, was that young boy frame. That was the one guy that really impressed me. Uh, unfortunately, I think our number five had an absolute horror. I thought he just he, he put the poor boy death. It didn't he, have a good, good game at all. The, the goalkeeper, uh, I can't even. I'm not going to try and pronounce his name. But again, I try. I think he was trying to show off a wee bit because the cameras were there. There was a big, big occasion. He made a couple of really silly, silly mistakes. We should have won the game. They, they played decent, but my whole thought. Positive I can take is we need to try and get these young boys for the next five games. That's my right. opinion because the results don't matter. Right. Well, I was going to kind of come on to kind of signing numbers now, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going, we're going to just go sorry, Davy. Uh, sorry, mate. <laughs> no, we're going to go straight on to the Aberdeen preview because I'll be interested to hear. I mean, I've got a team. I've I've drawn up a wee team for what I would like to see on Sunday. You know, with a view. You know, just as you spoke about Curry that. That we include some some of our youth because we've now got five league games left that matter not a jot. So, uh, other than it, 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 it's the start of the rebuild for next season. So, I've gone with, uh, and I'm going to read the team out to you and your your comments are, and for you know people watching, I'd, I'd like to hear you know the comments of who from our youth team. Uh, would you like to see included in, in the, the last five league games? You know, get these guys some exposure. And uh, how how would we best do that? Do we blend them in one or two a game, or and, and rotate them with you know with more seasoned professionals, or do we just go full full Monty and just blast them all in there? But here we go. Here's my team for Sunday. So I've got McCrory in goals, and I've got Adam Devine, Goldson, Suter, and Yelmaz in defence. I've got. Uh, I'm going with a four-two-three-one as pair, so I'm going with Lundstrom and Arfield, and then I'm going with Cantwell, Lowry, Raskin, and Cholak up up front. So that gives us uh, three. You know, the goalkeeper Adam Devine and uh, and Lowry. You know, as in, in my starting eleven, uh, obviously with a view that you know, depending on how the game goes, we can uh, we should have some firepower on our bench. With which to, uh, you know, move things on, change the game should we need to. But David, I'll come to you first. I mean, what's your view on all these last five games? Should we, uh, sh should we start start to blood some of these boys, or are we just going to uh, see it out and then get them back to York and Howie, sort the wheat from the chaff and take it from there? I think Bill will just see it out. I don't think uh, I don't think he'll change a lot. Sorry, I think he. I don't think he wants his record blemished. Um, so, and I don't know whether a lot of Rangers fans will, will uh, enjoy getting getting a, a, a pumping from Aberdeen at Ibrox. I don't think uh, that will be. So, I'm a wee bit sort of a yeah conservative. Let me say, and and uh, I think certainly Divine could get a, a chance. Because I'm going to say uh, with, with King at, at, against Liverpool and, and things like that, the, a centre-half is probably the most difficult uh, position in the park to play. Um, probably uh, the same as, as central midfield. It's, it's easier to bring in somebody as a right-back or a left-back because they've only really got one side to defend. They don't have to worry about over... The, the, the full breadth of the park. A centre-half's got to worry about the full breadth of the park. So it's, it, it's, it's not for me. It's, you see a lot of young boys, 16, 17, getting games from other teams. 
but they're mostly a right back or a, a left back or a position that they're they're sort of a not going to be in the main engine of the of the team. And so I'm I'm sort of a King definitely. I mean King could get a game because he's 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 been in there before and it would be really horrible to, to dump him for a full season. So I think I don't know whether he'll do it against Aberdeen because I, I, I think uh, Bill would, would want to beat Aberdeen. I, I, I expect Bill will put a, a good team until we play them at Ibrox again. And then I think in the last three games they might use to. But I don't see um, I don't see him making very, very many changes, to be honest with you. Uh, whether whether I, I think Kent's played his last game. I think he'll, he'll, right. he'll leave Kent. I think Ken um, else good goners, yeah. And I think uh, Tillman, Tillman's injured, so he's away. And you were saying this morning he, he doesn't want to, the, you, what you're hearing is he doesn't want to be at Ibrox next year. Yeah. So mm. if, if that's true, then he's injured anyway. So he's not going to, if his hamstrings away, then he's, he, you're talking about six to eight weeks. So he's not going to make the, any any more games this season. Um, right. so, Andrew, Andrew, uh, I'm, going to, I'm going to come on to you. There's a, uh, some of my logic here is that the Rangers support on Sunday are going to be uh, turning up mad as hell and they ain't taking it anymore type attitude. So I would have thought bringing in youth players would have given the Rangers support, you know, a wee look to the future and a, a, a really good reason to get behind the team on Sunday with uh, with a game against Aberdeen, which is a dead rubber. So I think if Michael Beale goes with the the t- tried and failed and and against Aberdeen and it and it doesn't all go we're not four 0 up at half time the crowd will will not be best pleased I think he can gain some goodwill by including some of our, our you know players on the fringes some of the the potentials that you know will be uh, Rangers in the Rangers future so I think he could do himself a free favour by including some of the the players you know from our academy from the B team in, in, in the last few league games and, and buy some goodwill from Rangers support because it, if it goes with the tried and failed and it doesn't come off, then I think that the atmosphere could get a wee bit horrible. What do you think? I spoke to my dad on the way home from Hamden about this. Um, that we, we have nothing left to play for um, and we should experiment. But the issue is if it goes wrong, yeah, I know we, we want to big up that even our backup team can beat Aberdeen. Well, our starting team didn't beat them at Pataudry. And I'm worried that if you do put out the youngsters and we get beat, then the fans will will go, oh, it's unacceptable to lose. Because there's, there's sections of the Rangers crowd that will say, regardless of who puts on the blue shirt, they need to win. And if if it's... If, is, I think as long as we... I per, Personally, I'd like Michael to come out and say these games are developmental games, essentially. I want to see... I, as you said, separate the wheat from the chaff, and and I I want to see it stated as clear as day, so everybody in the granny knows you're going to see something different. And it has it, there has to be that, or else people could I think people could still again turn on the manager if it goes wrong. Um, personally, I, I think with Aberdeen after the last game, I can see him taking the easy option and just putting out a team that we've seen a million times. Um, I, I'd say, apart from Kent and Morelos, because he has made that quite obvious, he, he thinks that their, their their days are numbered and even those days are done. Um, per- personally, I would like to see him go for, shake, shake it all up, but only if he does, uh, he makes it abundantly clear. Um, because again, our, our crowd can be cutthroat and if we start losing games, then even... Even some other less cutthroat section of the crowd might start to question Michael as the, the right man to take us forward. Again, I'd like to say that's not, I'm not that kind of person. I think we need to give him all the time in the world, um, at least till next, at least the summer window and going from there. Because I think we're going to see, um, as I said, with the, the directoral changes, we're actually acting upon our words now. And I'm hoping when he says this will be one of the biggest rebuilds in the summer, that we're actually going to see. The actual full effects of that. Um, so I back the manager and whatever he does, as long as he states it, it's fine with me. Curry, coming on to you. I mean, I think if uh, 
if Morelos and Kent appear on that side on Sunday, then there'll be uh, it'll be it'll be torches and pitchforks outside the, the front door at Ibrox after the game. I just think, don't think the Rangers fans are having it. So I think Michael Beale could buy himself, you know, some kudos from the Rangers support by at least having a go. This is an Aberdeen team who were put out the Scottish Cup by Darville, you know, so we're not playing any, anyone who's great shakes. You know, we made heavy weather of it in our last game uh, up at Pataudry, a game that we should have had, you know, we should have been over the hill by half time, but we didn't. But that's now gone. So let's think of the future. How, how should Michael Beale play this on Sunday? There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. How, how I think you, you're playing what I want is two different things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What, the side what, you say, uh, what you said about uh, the team... It's probably quite close to what might play actually. The only difference I, I wouldn't have Lonnie on. Uh, he, he had a really good game. Uh, <laughs> consider what he's been playing like for the rest of the season. But you don't get to put on a Rangers jersey for playing one good game a season. That's that's what's happened with, with Kent and Morelos. The pair of them have no, no turned up the whole season. They've been absolute mince and they they go with a legacy of being garbage. Gave us brilliant nights uh, that we'll never ever forget. But because of this season, I don't think there'll be any Rangers player or very, very few that'll be sad to see Kent Morelos go. He's got, Bill's got to play the numbers game. And it's putting points on the, t- the on the table for him to keep his job. But I would rather, for me personally, as I said, I would rather that he took a chance and played the guys that will still be here next season and get some of the youth players on. But that's just me. My job's not on the line for saying that. His is. So it's a completely different mentality. It's one thing playing football manager or FIFA. And actually run the, running a football team, it's completely different. If I do something wrong, I can always change it and restart and reload, scum save, and to try and play the game again. But you, you can't do that in real life. So I'd respect them more if he played the younger players and said, right, nah, we're not, what's the point? Another three points away from them right now is means nothing. But I don't think Rangers fans would ever forgive him. I think if if we went any further behind, uh, if we don't take out, is it five games left? Five games, isn't it? Yeah, we've got five five games left. If we we don't take 15 points out of these next, I think uh, it would make his job unbelievably hard next season. So I don't think he'll play as much a weekend team as I would want or give it a go. But as as long as we've got guys like Raskin and Cantwell coming in, I'm hoping that everything will go all right. I really do. I think that that's the standard the players that we need. We we seen yeah, for Cantwell. Cantwell, 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 Cantwell showed showed more bottle, and a couple of the guys that have been here for six seven years, and I was it was that that boy gets it. 
he really gets it when he stopped him for taking the water bottle. Is it petty? Aye, of course it is, but that doesn't matter. That's what I mean. That's that's my player that I want to see in the park. Somebody that says no. So ho- hopefully we can get hopefully Bill and whoever else is getting the the players in, we get married them next season because we'll certainly need it. Because we yeah. ca- we cannot afford to have another season like this one. No chance. Yeah, we won't take any lectures on being petty from that mob. Uh, exactly, mate. Exactly. Not now, not ever. So, yeah. Listen, guys, the, the, just going to look at the, the rumours which have uh, been mentioning, you know, some of the names, Jack Butland, Kieran Dowell, Yanis Katsiris, you know, the Panathinaikis chappy. So, I mean, is, is anyone getting you excited there at this the, the, can I list that are band being banded about, or are you just is this a bit of a oh my god, here we go again, Dave? What do you think? Have you, uh, Jack Butland clearly is, uh, well, I mean, there's, there's always a risk attached to signings, but are, you, are we taking too much of a risk here? Well, he used to be an English goalkeeper, so there's obviously something happened. He obviously was a really good goalkeeper, obviously, something happened, lost confidence, or, or whatever. The worrying thing about him is he's probably not played a lot in the last two years. He's he's been sitting on the bench. Um, the Greek guy I didn't know. I, I actually looked at another Greek uh, player that was in the same team because it was on the news this morning, the news now, Rangers news now that 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 might be a, a a smoke cover for Rangers watching another player. Unfortunately, I haven't got his name with me, or may, I might have it. Um, Demetrius Kourbelis, 29-year-old Greek for Panathinaikos. He's got 30 caps. So that, that's what I read this morning, that the that we could be could be interested in him. And can I just say, David, that, that, even that we're, I mean, we're talking about youth players, but we've still got a lot of youth players out on loan at the, at the moment. Not not every youth player is, is, is playing for the Rangers youth team at the moment. We've got Ben Williamson playing for Dundee, D, top of the league. Uh, it, it came on as a reserve uh, if come off the bench at the, the weekend uh, then we've got Cole McKinnon Partick Thistle Tony Weston he, he seems to have fallen away a wee bit he doesn't seem to be to, to be doing too good at the moment I, I had sort of high hopes for him because he was scoring with the barrel load when he was playing with the youths but he doesn't seem to have made the step up he's playing with Cove Rangers uh, Kane Richley Hussler for the Dunfermline Athletic. They're playing very really well just now. Mm-hmm. And I think he's playing. He's he's playing with them. Uh, I've got more. Ty Kennedy, Falkirk. Well, I don't. I don't think we'll be interested in him. He won't be coming back. I don't think. Kennedy yeah. and McPake were the two guys through this Gerard time frame who we thought were the next two youngsters popping into the Rangers squad. And McPake's had troubles off the field. With Queen's yeah. Park, from what I've heard, he's a disciplinary issues. So I think he's a no go. And Kennedy's not living up to the, how much money he wanted as his new contract. So I think, again, that's two two players that may put in the rear view mirror, unfortunately. Yeah, well, I mean, if you look at his stats, he's, he's played 34 games, he's got nine goals and 10 assists. So, I mean, he's he's obviously been doing quite good. He's not, uh, and, he, and I think he starts most weekends, uh, the, the few games I've seen him with. Uh, then you've got the goalkeeper. Well, the two goalkeepers last night. I, I don't think any of them would get near any of the teams uh, in the in the Premier Division at the moment. But we've got Jay Hogwart at Aloha. Yeah, he's doing quite well. Yeah, he seems he seems to be doing. Uh, he's he's got the most uh, clean sheets in in the, the whole of the league, I believe. Uh, and Murray Miller also. At, uh, I'll, I, don't, I don't really know a lot about him to be honest with you and Harley Ewan the Cumbernock Colts I, I don't know anything about him I don't think he even heard his name before till I, till I read it yesterday so uh, we've got these players to come back in at the beginning of the season I, I would imagine that Kai Kennedy will, will be moving to Falkirk and uh, a permanent deal but the, the rest uh Still to come back, and who knows? There might be there might be a gem still amongst them, and maybe maybe Hogwarts has proven himself that he could be the third goalkeeper. Yeah, That's well, I was a... kind of looking at players who could play this season. You know, I wasn't really looking at the players on loan. Who they will be part of the summer assessment by Michael Beale, and 
you know, we had set up, you know, Charlie McCann as, as someone who, and, and he did play some first team games as someone who we thought, you know, is capable, potentially make can make the breakthrough. But he ends up at Forest Green Rovers, you know, and uh, who have just been relegated. So you're thinking, you know, it's, I just sometimes I'm just I'm not encouraged by the standard of player that we have at our academy. And it seems to be, I think, as, uh, as Curry's just mentioned, you know, anyone who, who, who does appear to be worth anything is then snapped up elsewhere. And, and I just question the, the purpose of the whole thing. You know, anyone who's half decent, in a, you know, and over my shoulder, Manchester United are playing uh, Brighton, you know, with uh, <clears throat> Billy Gilmer in midfield. You're thinking we, we're not reaping the benefit of of, ta- of developing youth players because the minute they, they, they go, I think as Andrew said, you know, the, the money is just dangled in front of them and off they go. And I, I just maybe think that is, that is there another way we should be doing this? Andrew, in terms of should we just rely on other people's academy or, or just snap them up from elsewhere rather than you know develop players because our track record, in my view, is isn't great. Yeah, but that that was a thing started with Ajax. Dave, they were they were the first to do that. They they were they were snap up players from Scandinavia and uh, and and a Holland as well. I mean, the, the boy that plays for Barcelona now. Uh, in, in the midfield, sorry, Frankie de Jong. Yeah, Frankie de Jong. They bought him for one euro with a sell on, a sell on of ten percent. So they obviously knew that that he was good. They were going to get money eventually, but they bought him for one euro and uh, and and as I say, with a ten percent sell on uh, fee. And that Ajax have been doing that for years. I mean, everybody was saying Ajax has got such a great uh, academy. But it wasn't really. It wasn't really because they were they were stealing a lot of players from the, the likes of Denmark, the likes of, uh, and that that's that's the way. And now all the other teams have got into it. Uh, yeah. Man City, they they're, they're just sweeping up everybody. You know that it's, it's they're, they're a Hoover. You can call call them a Hoover club. They, they, they Hoover that's everybody in. That's pretty much my view. Don't have a football academy. Have a half a hundred football academies and then just snap up the players from there, you know, and dangle yeah. the money in front of them. So I mean, it just seems that you're we're forking out money and the list which uh, was compiled, you know, for the, the statement about Brian Mulholland leaving, you know, was Jesus Christ. I mean, I, I wouldn't have printed that as as a defence for you know Brian Mulholland's track record. It was, uh, it was three of the players, you know, are in, are, are in the, the academy at the moment, so. You know, for he's been there for twenty years. He's been in charge of the academy since two thousand and fifteen. So, you know, over those years, the track record is is, is pretty shite, to be honest. So, I just wonder. I mean, Dave, see, see, see when you were, were, were talking about this as well, and I, I can't remember the, the the club or the name, but there was some club paid twenty million for a fifteen year old recently. Yeah. And that, that that's what we're up against. We we we, we can't we can't hear that. It's, it's it's the I mean these these teams are are my they're from here to Mars away from us, and that's an unfortunate thing. Money's just killed the game. What, what, that mm. way. Now, now I'm depressed. I think we should Sorry. be more proactive with our with our youth development though, because if I think we should be. I'm not saying we should be grading if oh, who we're letting go, the ones we're letting go. Who do we think could make it? I think if we, if we have a rough idea of players who, who maybe are good but not three or four years, not ready enough for a couple of years, then we, we maybe should be, if we're letting them go for free, then we're kind of stuff. If teams are, for instance, are nipping our players down south, then I think we should be asking for better developmental fees or even if it's to other teams in the league, um, we should be asking for first refusal on some players. Um, I know it specific, specifically pisses me off when you look at teams Especially when we're getting beat by them, and you go, "Oh, he's ex Rangers Academy." The key one is for me is Greg Taylor because not so shite we've been a left back, and he's one of our own. Um, it's it's frustrating when you see good players in the league where you can trace them back to Rangers. The one that, uh, the one that pisses me off the most is Lewis Ferguson. I can't I cannot get over Lewis Ferguson. It, come on, the last name itself, uh, how Rangers let him slip away is ridiculous. 
Hamilton, it was it was brilliant. Hamilton, uh, Aberdeen, his first game where Aberdeen was in the Europa League qualifying against Burnley, scored a bicycle kick and Burnley said, we'll give you a million straight away for him after one game for Aberdeen. And it, it's frustrating. Behind yeah. it's a great thing, of course. I, I just, as I said, you know, I worry about the quality of it all and the whole thing, you know, because Joe Rebo, the thing tells me that we should just uh, concentrate our money and cherry picking, you know, from other places rather than spend years developing people who, who then just move elsewhere. Because if we could concentrate a resource, maybe we, we could pay them a decent fee to come to Rangers and stay. So I, I just question, you know, going through hundreds of boys, finding half a dozen who are worthwhile, and then they're just snapped up by other clubs. And you're left with players who end up at Dunfermline, Falkirk, Forest Green Rovers, you know, and, and you just think, what's the, what's the point of the, the whole exercise here? Because th- there has to be a pathway to the first team, and uh, no one seems to have managed to make it. Only Leon King did made it when we were absolutely desperate. We had no one else which is why that, that 18-year-old boy ended up playing in the Champions League. I mean, I, I just hope he hadn't been traumatised with the experience and actually uh, learned from it. <clears throat> so it's... it's and it can Mark, is, are we, am I being too uh, cynical here about all of this in terms of youth development or is it... D- d- should we just get real and just be as cynical as every other person and just snap them up from elsewhere? You're on mute, mate. <laughs> your mic's gone off. <laughs> You're on mute, Mark. I think it's your headset again with the start. Is that better? Yep, there you go. Yep. Hey. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> Champion? Not. Uh, need to be silent, mate. Uh, everybody, everybody's doing it. Every club's going to do it and they're going to continue to do it. Doesn't matter what uh, we say we, we, we can only. Oh, I wish. That, do you, Andy, do you want to shut that door? That scared the absolute shit uh, out of me there. I, I just, I've got my window open. That's why it's one open. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Ah, uh, we need to be cynical, mate. Uh, as I said earlier. Every club is the same. We can't get players through. They're doing the same thing. When was the last time that we've seen three or four players coming through for our youth team into a first team? It doesn't happen anymore. And in fact, it's never happened. If you go way back, away a Ferguson coming through. Uh, I think we, when Durante and all that were coming through, that was the last time we actually had a, a, a proper youth squad, and it was because of the guys that were in charge at the time, because they they put in players that we don't have anymore, and that's players that will run through a brick wall for Rangers. That that that's what probably upset me a wee bit last night with the team, was I only, I only seen. One or two that I've seen were really, really giving it their all through that game. Uh, I, th- and I think that's what's knocked me back a wee bit because I've been praising the youth team for so long and wanted more of them to be played over the course of this season. But what I've seen last night, would I really trust any of them if it went to the first team? The only ones that I would definitely bring through are the guys that we've already brought up. Lowry, if he's fit, Devine, if he's fit, King, if he's fit, and McCrory, if he's fit. They're the guys that I would want to definitely, definitely see. And somebody in the chat said, the one thing that would worry me is if I, if I see Ken and Morelos on these next five games, I, I think there'll be a lot of fans that will be absolutely bealing at Bill. Because I don't think anybody wants to see the two on the uh, be a Rangers tap on ever again. Yeah, I think I think things could go uh, quite toxic if, if because there's a wee bit pent up frustration, shall I say? I think also, if, David, uh, before fourth time we're going to be, I just get slagged off there because I've not got done any any crest on. Come on, I've got a Rangers tartan on me nearly, and my crest is there. And I can't show the other one because we'll get banned off of YouTube. Yeah, so uh, don't worry, I've got my crests 
own, own me somewhere. Don't you worry. Yeah. So, David, I mean, just uh, kind of round things up in terms of uh, Sunday. Aberdeen, what, I mean, how do you think this will go and what's your, what's your score prediction? You're on mute, David. You're now on mute as well. <laughs> How'd that happen to me once, I did, <laughs> once every day? Um, you go on, and then we'll get the full set, right? <clears throat> I'll get the um, Aberdeen should be beating us at uh, uh, Ibrox, so uh, I don't think I don't think we will make a lot of wide, a lot of changes. I, I think he'll, he'll he'll stick to virtually the same. Way, but I think we're agreed that Kent won't play and. Uh, Morelos probably won't play, but um, that gives us another point. <laughs> what about uh, what about uh, fashion? Sakala, what about him? I mean, is he going to? I mean, is, is he any better than any of the rest of them? David, get him banned. Get him banned now. Get him out this pod now. How dare he? <laughs> Dave, I think if we uh, if we you know, put uh, Kent and Morelos in the stand and, and we play the likes of Wright, Matondo, Sakala, I think things will be every bit as bad because I think yeah. the support will expect to see some changes on Sunday because uh, yeah. Michael Beale's track record in, in youth development is it's probably where he, uh, it's where he kind of cut his teeth. So in that sense, he knows what he's doing. That The, the real silver yeah. lining to this cloud is that he, this is uh, where he... He can, his reputation is, is based in youth development, so I'm hoping that we could uh, we could at least get one, at least one that, who could make our first team for next season, and I think we find out about that by playing some on Sunday. So well, I don't know if McCrory's injured, injured Dave. So I don't know whether McCrory will be. I, I could go with your team, but I, I would agree that I wouldn't play Lundstrom. I would play Raskin as a deeper midfielder. And I would, I would be quite happy to give that boy Rice a, a, a chance uh, in the midfield because uh, what I seen last night, I, I thought he was really, really good. Whether the, the, the difference from playing on a Thursday to the, to the, the, the point for the first team as well, probably taking a lot out of him yesterday playing. Uh, well, I think he, I think he get taken off in the in the extra time. But um, no, I think uh, I, I think that I would quite like to see that. But it, it, it doesn't matter who's going to be because we just haven't got the players even sitting on the bench that, that can, can come in. I think um, Hadji, I think he'll probably come in somewhere. I would imagine he might come in instead of Sakala and instead of uh, Tillman. Uh, I think that's I think that that's probably a, a, a cert. Uh, no, Gil. I mean, one item which we haven't yet got onto is. is is my cash-in list, and uh, I've got Hadji on it. Hadji, Roof, Barisic. Obviously, some, there's some residual value which we can turn into folding notes that will actually uh, get us more value than players. Who's going to buy Roof? Is Hadji, is Hadji going to be play, a Rangers player next season? Do we want him to be a Rangers player next season? I don't know. Uh... I don't know where he's in the stand with uh, for me, he's in the stand with Kent, Morelis, and uh, Wright, Matondo, and Fashion Sakala. So, mm. yeah, but we've got, to, we've got to have players, we've got to have players on the field day. We can't put everybody, I know, I know mm. probably everybody should be in the stands, but uh, mm. we can't put everybody in the stands. And as I say, what we, what we saw from the youth, there, there, there's not a lot ready to make that step up. And, uh, I, I, I think a lot of the names that you've just mentioned is going to be playing. I don't think the roof is getting any sell-on value. Who would buy him? Uh, somebody that's going to play three games a year uh, for you? I'm just going to buy him. I'm afraid we've stuck with him to these these contract ends, and uh, then 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 he'll move on to somebody probably try again somewhere. But uh, and let's face it, if, if, if there's not a better player at Ibrox uh, than Roof uh, if, he, if he's fit, but. The, just not fit. That's a, that's a problem. Jordan Rossiter syndrome. Seeing all that you've said there, I, I now understand why the Director of Football Administration has been sacked. 
because we, we don't have well on his left anyway. He's been separated. So because we uh, we don't have uh, a physios or a medical staff worthy of the name because uh, our injury list and you know our recurring injuries. It's just anyway. Do you? I know I'm off the sidetrack here, Andrew. This the game on Sunday. Just give me a wee kind of flavour for what team are we playing and, and what will the score be at the end of the end of the game. By the way, David, you didn't give us a prediction, but I'll be coming back to you. Andrew, what do you think? I can see him. I think he'll be more... I think he'll be a mix and match. I think you're going to see one. I think maybe you'll have maybe Divine and potentially or King. I don't think we're going to see wholesale change. I think if we were to score a couple of goals early and, be, and have a lead, then you might see even more rotation coming at the second half um, but the question is is that 11 going to be able to take your lead into the second half I think uh, I think somebody I was speaking to the other day just said it's just why can't it be the summer and just I don't want to play these other five games just get it can we just move on <laughs> just move on to the summer and talk about signings and and pre-season and then Europe next season um, is this, these five games are going to drag on for an entire season's length, if it was like, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say 2-0, but it's, it's just draining nowadays. I, I detect a lack of faith there. <laughs> okay, just, just, a, just a hint, just a hint. <laughs> as long as Sakala isn't in that lineup, I see if Sakala's in that lineup, I might need to, well, I'd, I'd hope, if I had, if I had a, if I had prior knowledge to the team, the team you say earlier in the morning, I might decide to go to the pub before the game just to make it a wee bit easier. Um, but because the thing is, I'm sitting close to the sideline, so he might hit me with a with a shot. Um, I keep my head down if he's playing. Scotty, what's how's it going on Sunday? What do you expect to see? What do you want to see, and what do you expect? I'll say what's the one, score? Uh, but what, what I'll see, as I said, probably the same what you said, Davy are very close to it. Uh, I should think, no matter what, I think the front three will be totally changed. I don't think any of them will be on. I think he'll be using other players for that. He has to, because we've seen that the three that we've got the new are just no good enough. We might see, as Andy said there, if we get Maybe a, a goal or a couple of goals up. We maybe see changes at the back at, uh, in defence and uh, midfield, but up front they need to change everything. Uh, they have to not be played. The ones that have been playing the last couple of weeks uh, shouldn't be anywhere near the side. Uh, score wise, no idea. Absolutely no idea. But I'm. Um, in a way, I'm opposite for Andy. I'm looking forward to the, the games because I want to see these the team that he plays. I want to see if he changes anything. I think it will give us a bit of an insight of what's going to happen next season. I think that's what's going to matter more. Although the results don't matter much, other than you get three points and we're, we stay just as close as we are just now, but we're miles away from just now. Everybody's been saying, oh, we're, we're close to them. Are we? In departments, I can see that we are. Sometimes when we play, I can see that we're just not that far behind, but there's other things in the game that I see and we're miles behind them and we need to get something done. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing a side. Let's go for more ultra straight 3-1. As well, yeah, I like the sound of that. I'd sell for 3 1. Dave, what's your prediction? He means for Aberdeen. <laughs> uh, I'm getting worried about him, Davy. I really am getting worried I, about I'm, him. There's I'm something I'm uh, beginning to feel that concerned, you know, Dave. We're, we're well, before, to, something else, a blood sample because we're beginning to doubt your heritage. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> got, Davy T, how's the, how's the wee dog, mate? Yeah, well, she's uh, she's doing okay. She's uh, she started walking again. The the, the, the most the, the most of you don't know the, the story. So. Yeah, um, I'll go. I'll go that it, that he'll play very few new players. I think he'll go with the tried and trusted still, and 
with a, maybe one or two small changes, and I think Rangers will win 2-0. Excellent. Excellent. So, I mean, I, I think he will make some changes, and I'm hoping that he'll mix things up again in the second half, but if I see any uh, substitutions, you know, from about 85 minutes onwards, I'll be sending him a very strongly worded email about the futility of, of subs post 85 minutes. So on that note, guys, we're just going to wrap it up. That's pretty much us for the evening. Thanks for staying with us. Thanks for all the comments. We'd love to see what players you would expect to see. They're starting 11 on Sunday because I think that, that I'm looking, I'm almost looking forward to the press conference tomorrow to see what Michael Beale's take on all of this is. So I know he talks a lot and we will. <laughs> It doesn't always uh, turn into uh, you know, action, but we'll go, we just have to keep the faith with him. And, and I think Michael Beale may be the, the guy that we need because I think he's quite happy to take a hands-on approach with recruitment and he does have a, tr a track record in, in, in development. So that's what I'm clinging on to. So, But anyway, thanks for uh, tuning in, guys, in the comments. And do subscribe, say nice things, like, you know, ticks, thumbs-ups. We like them all. So on that note, we'll uh, see you on Sunday night for the post-match and see how this has all gone. Thank you. Bye-bye.